Welcome to FASD Hope, a podcast about fetal alcohol spectrum disorder through the lens of parent advocates with over 19 years of lived experience. FASD Hope provides awareness, information, and inspiration to those people whose lives have been touched by FASD. And I'm the host of FASD Hope, Natalie Vecchione. Welcome to today's episode. Hey everyone, it's the week of Run Fast Virtual 5K for FASD. It's not too late to join. If you want to sign up for this wonderful first ever Virtual 5K for FASD, you can visit www.bit.ly slash run FASD. That's www.bit.ly bit.ly slash run, R-U-N-F-A-S-D. So sign up. You can sign up through Wednesday, September 15th. We need you on our team. Go run fast. Run F-A-S-D virtual 5K. The following excerpt is from episode 33 of F-A-S-D Hope which aired on February 2nd, 2021. So thankful. And you're coming back on this show, especially, especially now that, okay, we have a mission. We're going to, we're going to do a virtual 5k. So you're going to come back on the show and we're going to talk about that. We'll have to think, I'm thinking like, you know, probably, you know, fall is usually a nice time of year to do, you know, fall is I do. Welcome to our finish line episode of run FASD run fast virtual 5k. It may be the finish line for this race in 2021, but it's just the starting line for what's coming down the road next year and the years to come. And I have the fabulous team run fast virtual 5k team with me. Of course, I have our coach, our fearless leader, Rebecca Tillou. I also have assistant coach, wonderful, wonderful, fearless advocate, Jen Wisdall. And then, of course, yours truly, Natalie Vecchione. We are team run fast, run FASD. And we are bringing you to the finish line. This episode is airing two days before September 9th, which is FASD, International FASD Awareness Day. And that is when this race, this virtual race will begin. Run FASD Virtual 5K is from September 9th through September 15th, 2021. So with that lengthy introduction, welcome team. Welcome, Jen. Welcome, Rebecca. Woo-hoo! Cheering on the finish. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And just so y'all know, we've been talking for about an hour, probably an hour and a half before we started recording, because that is the wonderful thing about being a part of the FASD community. Oftentimes we talk about the, the struggles and the challenges at a company being in this community. But I have to tell you, there are way more advantages of being in the FASD community. And we think about, you know, why? Because we develop these amazing bonds with each other. And even though I've never met Rebecca in person and I've never met Jen in person, 
I consider them to be very dear in my life because they are on this FASD journey in different ways. And that is the theme of today's episode is the finish line and how we are going through this race as a community and what this strong FASD community is, how our voices need to be heard and how this race exemplifies our support of the FASD community. So I'm going to bounce it to Rebecca. Rebecca, you, we heard in the earlier clip, you and I talking about the dream of run fast, our virtual 5k. We're joking around, Hey, let's have it in the fall. I know I've asked you this before, but again, how does it feel? We're almost at the finish line for this race. How, how does it feel coaching this first virtual 5k for FASD? So thank you, Natalie. It has been incredible for a long time now. I've always wanted to be a coach for a team and now it happened and it's happening. Um, I put this on my Facebook. It's a dream that has become reality for me. And it just means so much because as a person living on the spectrum, I am just so I'm into this all the way because this race is all about support. It's all about community. This race is going to bring communities together from all over the U.S. and uh, in Canada. And it's going to bring out all supports for those of us with an FASD, families and friends and teachers and advocates who are so close to it. And we are so close to the finish. Um, and I'm getting super excited the way I used to when I was on the start line before a race in high school, which is a long time ago. And it's, it's been, I, I'm just, it's, I never thought it would be so big. I never thought so many communities would pull together and become one, which it's been an amazing thing to watch unfold. It has been very awesome, Rebecca. And we could not have a better leader in you. You have really taken your dream and taken this vision and you've just been such an amazing coach. And I will always think of you now as coach Rebecca, because that's who you are. You are a coach and we are just so excited. It's so funny. We, the three of us have just been talking and like you said, this is the end of this race, but the beginning of many more, many more. So Jen Wisdall, my friend and fellow mama advocate, mama bear advocate, Let's talk about numbers. Let's talk about because we we have some goals and we've met some goals and, and we've blown some goals out of the water. Let's just talk about this race as far as how far we've come. And uh, let's just go there. The idea gave me goosebumps when I heard it. And I, I remember Natalie, you and I talked about that, that just like, wow, this is this is so cool. Yes, Rebecca, let's do this but I didn't know how, how far it would go. And um, really, you know, for a first year, the response has just been incredible. And, and I think a lot of that comes down to, again, Coach Rebecca, you know, the reason why this is resonating is because it's something positive and it is all about support. Um, you know, the, the, the money's raised, uh, that's going to support individuals with FASD. 
um, the race itself is a support for individuals with FASD because it's making them visible in the community in such a positive way. And the fact that this race is happening is such a positive thing for our community. Um, you know, it's highlighting strengths, it's highlighting endurance, um, it's, it's showing that there's more than one way to do things. It doesn't just have to be done in one way. And I really can't tell you how much Rebecca's guidance has shaped that throughout this whole thing. Um, you know, even as we're, we're working on little tasks, I, I have in the back of my mind, okay, what would Rebecca say? What would Rebecca think about that? And I think that's such a paradigm shift as a parent. You know, oftentimes we hear parents of individuals with FASD who are really struggling because they might be parenting uh, kiddos that are in a really hard place. And for me as a parent to be um, having a leader who is also on the spectrum is just and not a leader in name only. Like, I, I just want to be really clear on that. This isn't a, we've got Rebecca here for show. Um, you know, she has been intimately involved in all the details and planning for this entire thing. And I just, what a role model. And, and not necessarily even a role model for my kids, but a role model for me. Because it shows me the adult version that I, I hope for for my kids. And I just, I'm so grateful for this experience because it's really helped me grow as a parent and grow as a person and grow as, as, uh, as a professional. So, um, you know, we're on track to hit over 200 runners for um, Run Fast, which is amazing. Um, we have um, eight sponsors that have signed on so far. Uh, we had two sponsors just come in today, uh, which is incredible. Um, and uh, like Rebecca said, this is just the beginning. Um, you know, there's a reason why I'm always running in circles. <laughs> it's because it's training me for this race because the minute we're done with it, we have plans to look at next year and to look at how we can do this better next time. And so that may include having a family rate. Um, that's one of the things we talked about um, because so many of our families, we've got big families in the FASD community, right? It's not one or two kids. It's like four to seven to 10 kids. So <laughs> let's make sure that this is accessible to our big families, all of our families in, in, in a way that works for them. We've had a lot of groups really want to do meetups and in-person meetups. And obviously during COVID, that's been a little rough. But hey, here's hoping that, uh, you know, this time next year, we're not dealing with the same thing. And, uh, you know, we're already talking about, okay, well, how do we make this experience translate into in-person and, and letting other groups host run FASDs or run fasts? Um, so it's just some exciting things. You know, how do we make the registration process easier? Um, you know, what, what are we going to do for the t-shirts? Everybody loves the t-shirts and, and of course the bling, because, you know, that's kind of my favorite part. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just been just this incredible journey. And I'm so happy to say that it's not ending. And those are the best journeys when... We know that they're not ending. They're just new beginnings for a next chapter, which 
just gives me hope. It gives me so much hope. So I'm a social media, I don't know, diva, maybe. Is, it, is that a good word? Um, so I'm putting this word out to all of you who are listening to us. On September 9th and any time between September 9th through September 15th, which is when the Run Fast FASD virtual 5K will be happening. Whether you're participating or whether you're a family member, take a picture and tag us. We're on three social media accounts. Run FASD is on Twitter. We're on Instagram and we're on Facebook as Run FASD. And I will be putting those exact uh links in today's program notes. We want you to tag us and hashtag run FASD, run FASD virtual 5k, tag us and hashtag. We want to get the word out. Even if, even if you're running and it's your first time or you're like me and you're trotting on the treadmill, as I like to say, take a picture, tag us and hashtag us. We want this word to get out so that it'll be even bigger next year. And also, hey, ooh, who's that looking at their their phone? It happens to be a representative or maybe a senator or somebody who knows one. Hey, check this out. So you never know who's looking at, at social media. And this is a great way not only to support the FASD community, but it's also a great way to give publicity to the FASD community. And like Jen says, we've been invisible for far too long. It's time for our voices to be heard and it's time for us to be visible. So I'm going to change the subject and put something a little lighter on the table, literally. Let's talk about what to eat before race day. So I have an Italian last name. I'm married to an Italian, Vecchione. I love to carb load before race day. Now, obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm going to just be on my treadmill just doing a little jog, but I'll probably have carbs of some sort the day before I, I, I log in my, my, uh, my 5K. Um, Rebecca and Jen, what about you both? What are your go-to uh, pre-race day um, energy foods? Okay. So, um, Natalie, it doesn't matter that you're just trotting on your treadmill. Every time that you walk or run or just exercise, your body needs fuel. So carbo loading is absolutely okay and amazing. Um, my go-to is rigatoni with meatballs and sauce. That's what I like. I have it on my birthday. I have it before a big race. I think I had it before my half marathon, possibly. Um, yes. And then that's my go-to for the night before. The morning before, you have to do what's good for you, but make sure you have something in your belly. If you, if you think you can't handle anything, that's fine. Some people don't eat anything. I strongly encourage you to. I will eat um, toast or a bagel. I do not drink coffee before a race. Some people love to. I do not. I just keep my breakfast what I usually eat. And um, protein is very good. So a banana before, peanut butter. I know there's a lot of allergies out there. Anything with protein in it. An egg, go for it. 
anything with protein because that turns that will energize you. And I'm so glad you're mentioning that coach Rebecca, because, uh, we get those jitters on race day and we get excited and, oh my gosh, we have to remember to eat and, and bananas I've heard they're, they're power foods for runners, for, for people who are about to, to embark on a race. So, uh, before we pass the mic to Jen, Rebecca, let's talk about, um, give us some coach tips about what do we do for race day jitters? Okay. So, um, if you have race day jitters, it's totally normal. If your stomach feels like it does before you're about to take a test, totally normal. Um, it actually gives you energy because your endorphins really kick in race day jitters for me. Um, I can tell you they go away when you start running or walking and get into a routine, um, to help you. I I love to listen to music that really helps me to calm down and just remember, honestly, it's just, it's just a race. It's just a walk. And this one is for, it's for all of us. It's for support. It's, it's for FASD. Nobody's out to win it. Nobody's out to win a million dollars. So race day jitters are good, but you can just put your mind at ease. I use music. And um, once I get started, it, the jitters go away. Once you get into the steps and into the routine. Wonderful tips from Coach Rebecca. And I'm so glad you mentioned music, you know, because for me, I have to have a playlist and my playlist changes, you know, some days it's this, some days it's that. So for many people, that's really important and really helpful. So that's awesome. I'm so thankful you're sharing those tips, Coach Rebecca. Jen, how about you? Any uh, favorite pre-race day foods or favorite songs on the playlist or anything like that? So it has to be veggie lasagna the night before. And I cannot function without my coffee. It, it, it's just not going to happen. So I am a drink the coffee and then drink it again kind of person. <laughs> so you can take the girl out of Seattle, but you can never take the Seattle out of the girl. <laughs> and as for songs, um, the one that's always stuck with me, and you're going to laugh, this is so silly, but it helps for pace for me is um, living on a prayer. Um, and I laugh because- Bon Jovi! Bon Jovi! Yes. When I was a teenager and, and, and I used to run, obviously that, that song was popular. I'm dating myself now, but I, I lived in a town called South Prairie. And so it was, well, living in South Prairie. And I had a whole <laughs> little song that I'd sing to myself while I ran. And it was really stupid. And I'd usually come in last, but I had the best time. So I think it's okay to be a little bit ridiculous when you run. I'm just that, putting it out there because no matter what you do, you're never going to be more ridiculous than me. The tempo for that song is perfect. Especially, it, really is. It, it really is. And it's steady and it just, oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. So obviously everybody, just through our conversation, we are a strong community. We are a bunch of fighters. And we are a bunch of overcomers. And we think, Rebecca, you give us hope. You give Jen and I hope. And it has been 
an honor to have you as our coach for this race. It really has. Again, I would have never in my wildest dreams thought of our you and you and my you and me conversing our episode way back in January coming to this amazing virtual race. We are just I'm just so excited. And again, I know Jen and I, I can speak for Jen when I say that we see you give us hope. You know, as moms of young adults with FASD, you give us hope. And that's what this race is about. It's about hope and it's about community and, and showing how strong our community is and showing how much support our community needs so that we can let those strengths shine and so that we can share our voices and we can we can bring awareness. So going around the Zoom, as they like to say, let's end our episode. We're near the finish line, folks. This race is starting in two days. Let's end on hope for the finish line. Jen, I'm going to let you go first, and then we'll end with Coach. I hope that through this, people are learning about the strength of FASD, and people are maybe changing how they think about people with FASD and Um, not just giving more support, um, because absolutely the support is needed. um, But really, it's resonated with me so much through this whole thing that people with FASD are so strong. And, and, you know, there's wisdom to be found there. And we really need to tap into the wisdom of the lived experience, not just from the parents, but from the people actually living with FASD. And I think that's really important. And my big, my big takeaway and, and hope is that we'll all start listening a little bit more. So eloquently said, Jen. And Coach Rebecca, words of hope to end as we're heading near the finish line. Okay, so um, a, few, a few words of hope that I have. Um, I'm going to piggyback off Jen is that those with FASD are strong and there are strengths within each of us that I hope through this run fast, people do start to look inside of us and that we gain the confidence to show the strengths that we have. And I always say this, it doesn't, FASD does not define us, but it, our strengths show through. And I will end with this quote, quote that I had in high school on my cross country team. It is the body achieves what the mind believes. And that is true. If you're racing, walking. Um, yeah. So that's one of my favorite quotes. You guys all have this. The race is going to be phenomenal. And through it, we are going to get support and we are going to find strengths and, um, and everyone. And that's coach Rebecca wrapping things up for this episode. We are near the finish line folks and please run, walk, roll, take it at your own pace. If you can take pictures of your bling of your shirts, everything tag us and hashtag us too because we want to see your victories, just like we know this race is a huge victory 
for the FASD community. So everyone, go team, run fast, and get out there. Thanks again for listening to FASD Hope with Natalie Becchione. If you like our show and want more information, check out FASDHope.com or please leave us a five-star rating and review and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you join us again next week and remember to be informed, take care, and always have hope.